0: welcome to the living the dream podcast with curveball if you believe you can achieve hello and welcome to another episode of living the dream with curveball i'm your host curveball and today i am joined by bullseye the clown He is an award-winning clown specializing in fighting bullying, injustice, and curing invisibility and loneliness. Bullseye, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me on your show.
0: Can you start off by basically describing who you are and telling the listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: (laughs) Okay, well, uh, as you said, I'm a clown. Um, I became a clown actually uh, just only a few years ago. Um, I suppose I was always really like a little clown whenever I was little, but um, I didn't really start doing it until... uh, about uh two years ago when i went on a tour of russia with patch adams uh i don't know if you know who he is but um there was a movie made about him and he's a medical doctor who believes that most people can be cured through um joy and for through uh, laughing than they can through medicine so uh we went through russia for uh 14 straight days where we had to dress like a clown and we could not be out of our clown costume and um some amazing things happened when I was on that tour. And so I knew that when I came back, that I uh, had to be a clown, that uh, I couldn't just leave it right there in Russia. So I had to start uh, clowning and incorporating that into my own life.
0: Well, let's talk about your upcoming book uh, and any other books that you have uh, written in the past. Kind of give us a brief overview and tell us about that upcoming book.
1: Uh, The upcoming book that they have is called um, Bullseye on Bullying. Um, tips to help fight the bullying. So, um, and it's not your typical book on bullying. And since, of course, it is written by a clown. (laughs) And, uh, but I I do go into depth on why a clown is actually writing a book on bullying. Um, But they also really kind of dispel some of the myths that people have around bullying. Like, um, like mainly the one that I like to talk about is Most people, they, everybody always tells you that, Um, Just tell somebody that you're being bullied and then they will take care of it. And so that is a misconception I think that a lot of people have because that is not always true. I mean, yes, it's great to tell people, and you must tell people if you are being bullied. uh, But that does not mean that the bullying will stop. You still have to basically come up with your own way. to help fight those bullies. And that's what the book is about it. It's not so much about the bully per se, but it's really about you and what you can do um, to help fight that bully and also to help reclaim your life after you have been bullied.
0: With everything going on, a lot of stuff is switching to online. So a lot of people are online and that gives the opportunity for cyberbullying. bullying. Um, what, what tips would you give a person to combat cyberbullying?
1: My biggest tip would be not to uh, indulge them, not to respond to them. Um, And usually whenever I, like on my Facebook, I don't, I don't accept every friend request that I get. Somebody friend requests me, the first thing I do is I go to their page and I kind of look at the stuff that's on their page. And if I see on their page that they're calling somebody names or um, they're belittling somebody, um, that is not somebody that I will want on my page. So I make sure right away that I do not accept their friend request. Um, If by chance they do get through and I don't kind of catch all of that and they start, um, nasty on my page i just automatically unfriend them from my page uh, i don't engage with them um, because that's what they want they they kind of want to get you upset and so i just choose not to get upset and i don't have time for all that
0: <laughs> yeah because after all you're a very busy clown um what is the reason that people get targeted by bullies why do bullies pick uh, certain people to target
1: I think the main reason that most bullies pick people is they feel that they can overpower them in some way. So uh, maybe they think that, oh, you're poor and I have money, so I have the right to bully you. Uh, that's one. Um, sometimes it's a boss So a boss says, well. I'm the most powerful person in this company and you work for me. So I have the authority to bully you. And um, one thing that I never knew and what really changed my whole life when it came to bullying was the fact that um, Although there are people who are powerful, whether they're stronger than you physically or whether they're more powerful than you because they've got the money and the prestige, um, you know they might have power, but the one thing they do not have uh, is the authority. They don't have authority to bully you unless you give it to them, and by and sometimes by not acknowledging it or by. Um, ignoring it. Sometimes you're just kind of condoning their actions and you're saying that it is okay for them to bully you. So um, and I didn't learn that really until, I don't know, a few years ago. <laughs> so, so quite a few years, I, I kind of gave my authority away to bullies. And that's kind of what this book that I'm working on is um, all about. It's really about how do you reclaim that authority after you have given it away to a bully and how do you take that back?
0: Name something that gets Bullseye the Clown really fired up.
1: Um, You kind of mentioned it in your opening, actually, and that is injustice. Uh, And as you can see, you just turn on your television set or you turn on the news and you see that injustice is happening everywhere. And that really just gets me fired up and gets me on point because uh, nothing upsets me more than seeing uh, anybody being um, either whether it's bullied in the media, whether it's bullied out on the street, um, whether it's brutality or fighting, or um, that just kind of fires me up. Um, so, and I try to hold my tongue online, but that, that doesn't always happen when I <laughs> when I see that. So if I see a video or I, you know, or I'm following something on court TV, I, I feel like I have to say something. <laughs>
0: What advice would you give people who want to make a difference in the world? What would you uh, tell them to do to go about that?
1: The one thing that uh, has changed my life, and that is just doing nice things for other people. I mean, there's always going to be people who are mean to you and uh, who treat you bad. Um, And the moment somebody is mean to you and treats you bad, the first thing you should do is you should go out and you should do something nice for somebody else. Because when you're doing something nice for somebody else, you don't have time to dwell on the fact that um, somebody was mean to you. Um, That's why when I was in Russia uh, and I was traveling with Patch Adams, um, you know, I still harbored a lot of this bullied stuff. I I was bullied as a kid and I was bullied as an adult. And and so I kind of harbored all of that stuff. But for 14 straight days, my job was to We went into children's hospitals and orphanages and uh, uh, hospices for the elderly. And we didn't have time to worry about all of those bad things that had happened to us. My main job was to make sure that anybody I came into contact with, um, I was providing a positive influence to. And so I think that that really is the key, whether it's something as simple as, saying hello to a homeless person because they seem to be like the most invisible group of people that I would see uh, on a daily basis. Uh, Most people just walk by them, pretend like they're not there. The first thing you could do is just be nice to them. Say hello. I mean, you don't have to give them a dollar if you don't have a dollar, but um, at least be nice and acknowledge them. Um, Sometimes that's really all they need. Um, Hold the door open for somebody. I mean, there are many really nice things that you can do for people, and all of that does come back to you.
0: Name one thing that people can do today that can make them a little bit more happier.
1: Like I just said, like I just said, it was be, be nice to somebody else. Cause that's, that's the main, that's kind of what my whole life is about is uh, just doing nice things for other people without having to be asked to do them, just seeing where it where good needs to be in the world. Um, I sponsor some children. I I sponsor a child in Guatemala. I sponsor a child in Ecuador. Nobody asked me to do it, but I just felt that it was something that I needed to do. And um, if I'm online and somebody's doing some kind of a fundraiser for something that um, is near and dear to my heart, then I just make sure that uh, I try to engage with that as much as I possibly can. If I can donate, then I'll donate. one thing you can always donate is your time, and you, um, your time is probably the most valuable commodity that you have, because that is something you can never get back. Money you can get back, but um, your time you can never get back.
0: What makes someone like you a bullying expert?
1: <laughs> because I was bullied, I had, I've worked my whole life. I was bullied my whole life, and I figured ways to get out of it. You know. Um, One of the things I used to do is distract the bully. So, you know, if a bully was uh, bullying me and uh, I would either that's how I learned really to be a clown from an early age. And then I went into stand up for quite a few years. But if somebody was bullying me, I would throw some kind of a joke or a zinger at them. And then they had to stop and kind of think, what what did they just tell me? What did they just say? Was that a joke? Were they making fun of me? What did they say? By that point, I was already gone. (laughs) I ran as fast as I could go. But yes, I had been bullied as a kid whenever I was in school. You know, the kids would throw me into lockers and trip me and knock me down and pull my underwear up over my head and do all those kinds of crazy things. Um, And then I also grew up with an alcoholic stepfather who would get um, drunk and upset. And so um, I used to play this game where uh, if he was coming to my room, I would lock my door, and then I would open up my window, um, and then I would go hide in the closet. And when he finally got into my room, he would look out the window, and he go, oh, he must have jumped out the window. So he would go outside, and he would look for me all over. And then the whole time, I'm in my closet. And then by the time, uh, by the time he came back, uh, he had forgot why he was outside to begin with, because he was passing out. So <laughs> I learned very, very quickly how to uh, distract bullies and to overcome them. So that is why a clown makes a really good bullying expert, especially this clown.
0: Well, that's a good tip for all the people living with a alcoholic uh, person. Yes, um, you
1: just distract them. Sometimes you have to distract them because like I said if they're drunk, they don't really have a um, <laughs> they don't really have a very long attention span. So if you can do something to kind of uh, counteract that or distract them by the time they come to, um, they forget what the heck they were doing to begin with.
0: Absolutely. What does psychodrama and body language have to do with bullying?
1: Psychodrama is kind of what I would use for, if I'm kind of, body language is something that, um, makes a bully attracted to you because they look at you and if they see that you're closed off or they see that you're shy and your head is down, um, that gives them the reason to pounce. And so what I like to do whenever I'm coaching somebody how to overcome a bully, um, and they may feel very uncomfortable doing this, but I have them envision somebody that um, they think is very powerful. So maybe it's somebody like um, The Rock or uh, Mr. T from way back in my day, Um, but they think of somebody who is physically strong. And I have them, act that out as if they were Mr. T or if they were The Rock, uh, just so they get an idea and a feeling of what it feels like to be powerful so that perhaps they can actually walk with a different stance the next time that the bully comes up to them. Um, They can puff out their chest, and even though they might feel like they're stupid doing that or silly doing that, um, it really does work in helping um, combat bullying.
0: Do you feel like society is doing enough to combat bullying? Why or why not?
1: Uh, no, I don't think that the society is doing enough to combat bullying um, and I think that it gets uh, lost somewhere along the way, especially like in school. Um, you know, many times children go to their principals or they go to their teachers and they tell the teachers and and I'm not going to blame teachers here, but I'm just saying that um, Sometimes the teacher does not pass it along to who they need to pass it along to, whether they forget or whether they don't feel it's important or, or not. But I think that somewhere along the way, um, it gets lost and they don't do enough. Um, a lot of times they just try to tell you, oh, to get along with each other. And it's just a phase that the kids are going through. Um, but sometimes that phase lasts a very, very long time with these bullies. And so these people who get away with it in school, they take that into college, and then they take that into their first job. And so I think that it really needs to be stopped early on. And I don't think that as a, as a whole, we're doing enough to combat that. I know uh, I was doing some research in some other countries and in some other countries, I mean, they will actually fine you um, even if you're a child. I mean, even if you're in school and you uh, are bullying someone, uh, they will either fine you or they will find your parents um, to make you stop bullying. So, um, but I don't think that our country has really gotten to that point yet. And so, no, I don't think that, uh, we're getting there, but, uh, we have some work to do.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Other than your upcoming book, talk about any projects that you're working on, any upcoming speaking engagements, any podcasts and anything that, um, people can follow to check you out.
1: Well, but- the main thing that I do right now is I also have a, a YouTube show and the YouTube show is called Bullseye on Bullying. So we do tackle bullying on that show as well. Um, I like—I probably have done, I don't know, maybe 15 episodes or so and I will probably do a show today since I'm already in my outfit and I'm already dressed up and ready to go. Um, and uh, right now I don't have 100 subscribers so I can't just say go to youtube.com backslash Bullseye the Clown because you have to have 100 subscribers. So go to Bullseye, uh, go to... Uh, YouTube and just type in Bullseye the Clown and you will find me there and subscribe to my channel because once I get 100, then I can make a unique URL and it's easier to find.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And and tell us when that book is coming out. Uh, Give us some other contact information, maybe some social media information. Tell us when that book is coming out, uh, and where we can purchase it.
1: Uh, the book is coming out hopefully right before Christmas. It'll be out before Christmas, and uh, you will be able to get it on Amazon.com, or you can get it right directly from my website, uh, BullseyeTheClown.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Just do a search for Bullseye the Clown, and also you can find me on uh, Facebook, and also Bullseye the Clown Twitter, Bullseye the Clown. Instagram, Bullseye the Clown. Um, So I'm everywhere.
0: Absolutely. As well as a clown should be. Ladies and (laughs) gentlemen, Bullseye the Clown. Bullseye, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream dream.